Blog Talk Radio. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it. 
to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, TV and movie reviews, commentary, and the world's famous Kiss It List. And you don't want to be on the Kiss It List. So visit apajamaparty.com, check out the cocktail of the week, get your glass, and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date, and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. Welcome back to Pajama Party. One who's Papa Didi. I'm your Kip. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Ooh, Friday night. It's time for the hot topics. Ooh, we got some stuff for you tonight. Uh, and looks like I'm kicking it off. So, I've got oh the house. Oh, that's this hundred. This. billion bill that they just passed. So, out of Washington, D.C., Dateline, Washington, hundreds of members of the U.S. House of Representatives gathered in Washington yesterday to pass a $484 billion coronavirus relief bill, bringing the unprecedented total of funds approved for the crisis to nearly $3 trillion now. I don't know where they're pulling all this money from, but they keep finding it. So the measure was approved with the solid bipartisan support in the Democratic-led House, despite opposition from some members of both parties that forced legislators to return to Washington despite the stay-at-home order. You know, that's supposed to keep people from spreading the virus. So the Republican-led Senate passed this legislation on Tuesday, and... uh, Everything went to the White House today where 45 signed it into law. So this bill is the fourth one that's been passed to address the crisis and uh, provide funds to small businesses and hospitals that are struggling with the economic toll of this pandemic that has killed, um, I believe the number is now past 50,000 Americans. And it's got over 26 million people out of work in just five weeks. So this is like wiping out all kind of jobs that were created right before all of this. And they say it is the longest um, employment or unemployment boom in U.S. history. So uh, the Democrats said that they were unhappy that the bill omitted 
financial help for state and local governments that are, of course, having to pay for a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, come up with funds and stuff to deal with the pandemic. And some Republicans were unhappy that the government is spending so much money that's getting approved so quickly. The tightwad Republicans don't want to see money spent, but stuff has to be done. So I don't know how they think, you know, things can happen without putting the money up. But Trump said he supports more funding for the states and promised to, um, you know, to back all that up in future legislation after some Republicans refused to include all of that in the current package. So they got money to help businesses and hospitals, but the state and local governments are still basically out there on their own. So now uh, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, that's your boy, Papa D, he suggested in a radio interview Wednesday that the states could just go ahead and go bankrupt. But then he later said, I guess after he got heat for that comment, that uh, he did not want the states to use federal funds for anything unrelated to coronavirus. So, see, you know, they're trying to put money in people's hands to handle what needs to be handled, but then they want to control what can you spend it on. Because the states and governments, the local governments, city governments, state governments, et cetera, there's so many things that you wouldn't think are connected to this that are like, uh, what is the phrase, domino effect. So just because somebody may say, well, this thing came as a result of the pandemic and people can't quite put it together as to how is that related. But if you break it all the way down, it's like a chain effect. You know, if so-and-so loses their job and now they can't pay for this and then they can't take care of that, they can't handle the maintenance on this, and bottom line, now they have to go take all their clothes to the laundromat. So they need money for going to the laundromat. People would say, oh, well, how is that corona-related? But it's part of the chain. So it's going to be hard for them to marshal what the money is being spent for when it goes to the state and, uh, you know, the local government level. But the Republicans want to control everything. So that's what's going on with that. So they did sign it. They did it did go into um effect today. Now we'll just have to watch and see how does the money get distributed this time. Cuz you know last time a lot of big businesses jumped in the front of the line, took big chunks of money, and a lot of the small businesses that needed the money still couldn't get in. Yeah, I I, I did see um some Big business like Shake Shack and uh, Ruth Chris, they gave their money back. Yeah. But I think that was after they got pressured and shamed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's what happened, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's because they were trying to do the right thing. (laughs) Yeah, so. Well, I guess it should be up to the states how they distribute it, you know, and how it's used, I guess. But I'm not sure how the businesses get it. You know, what are the qualifications? That's the thing. And then um, I know here in the district, the money kind of ran out pretty fast, but they sort of allocated some more money. But um, I'm I'm not sure, you know, what's up with that. Well, you know, um, 
the big businesses, they got the money because, you know, when you when you go to apply for anything, you have to uh, you have to lay it out the right way. You know what I mean? You have to do the red tape and everything. You got to file stuff like you need to file it. And big businesses have you know full time employees to do that. They can give two or three people yeah. that project. They can give two or three people that project and and get it done by Wednesday. Look, we need to get this sent out to the government and get all the forms and everything, get all set up, and make sure you hear back from them. Some of y'all stand by the fax and get a return, make sure the fax comes in. Uh, you know what I mean? And once they say, it's wow. almost like getting a loan modification on the house, you know? It's a lot mm-hmm. to do, but if you take the time to do it, you can get it. If you got a good hardship letter and everything that goes along with the modification, and that's what these big businesses mm-hmm. did. They sit down and did their homework and did everything they had to do, right. and they look up right. and there was a check because they they, they, they uh, checked all the boxes. And the small business mm-hmm. people, they sit at home, they try and do it from the dining room and, you know, and mailing it in right. and stuff. So you know, so that's how it, because uh, a place uh, over in uh, uh, Harvard, some branch of Harvard got it. Too some some something that has to do with Harvard. They got money for something, and they had to give theirs back. In fact, the president wow. told them to give theirs back. So it was just crazy. Yeah. But but I just don't. I mean, that one you know that one um, congresswoman. Uh, what's her name? Cortez. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she voted no against the money, and I I agree because you know we keep sending out all this reckless money, you know, and then you're gonna tell people what to do with it. You know, I mean, go give right, it to me. just right. give it to him. Stop worrying about. You right. know, Trump really killed me when he when he tries to dictate what he think people are doing. When he says, "Well, all the masks we just ordered, what are the masks doing? What are you going out the back door?" You know, when you accuse somebody of stealing something, you really need to have just 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 cause. When you accuse anybody of anything, I don't care how much you suspect a person. I don't care if they're straight crackhead and that's what they do. But if you don't see them, then you really can't accuse them because. Somebody could be stealing it in the name of the other person they know is going to be blamed. So, you yeah. know, accusations are vicious. Accusations are very vicious. So, And Trump said about four or five accusations being on that on that uh, microphone about, you know, where the mask going, out the back door? Like, you know, that which goes to show you what he's used to in his life. He's used to being crooked. Right, I mean, right. people, if, people think, if people think that that man is professional, if they think he's professional, they got another thing coming. He is far from yep, professional. Yep. He's a North Jersey hood rat, and that's his way. Mm-hmm. He's a soprano boy, you know. But anyway, I'll leave it alone. No fake one. He's yeah. a soprano boy. No. You know? That's another whole nother show, Papa. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all okay. I have on that. Mm-hmm. What are you pointing at me? You're up next. Oh, I'm not working tonight. I'm just here. No, you're not here to be cute. Do your job. All right. Uh, what's this here? Uh, Lysol makers urge people not to inject disinfect. Like, what is this about? Hey, Lysol makers. That's my. Favorite. I haven't even found Lysol in a few weeks now. I'm pissed because that's my thing. Lysol makers urge people not to uh, inject the disinfect after Trump's remarks. All right. Um, Lysol and uh, Dextol work. Dec. What's it called? Dec. Dec. Dectol. Mm-hmm. Makers, um, companies called Rickett Binkrick, they have uh, stated that under no circumstances should to disinfect products that they distribute be administrated into the human body through injection, uh, eaten, or any other route. This is for external use on things of uh, nature to uh, disinfect. Uh, 
the company issued the advice on Friday morning after being asked whether internal administration of the, of the uh, disinfect may be appropriate for fighting the corona disease, as stated by the president in his remarks on Thursday. Okay, on Thursday, U.S. President Trump had expressed uh, interest in research presented by uh, Bill Bryant and under Undersecretary of the Department of Homeland Security on whether exposure to humidity or uh, heat kills a virus at the at a faster pace, and the fact that maybe uh, disinfect can be a type of a product to. Uh... You can't even <laughs> say it with a straight face. It's ridiculous. And whether or not disinfect can be put into effect to become some type of combatant toward the virus. Disinfect. Yeah. Tell you, him to try it. You're going to open up a bottle of Lysol wipes, and I, I ain't going to go there. I'm not going to support it. All right, so uh, that, that's where we are with that. So, like I said, the Lysol people said, yo, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay. they were like, let us for the record. Back off of that, yeah. that up. And uh, being that they they want to stay in Trump's corner, saying, you know, we love you, Trump, but uh, you know, we got to pass on that one. But you crazy? Uh, You're not gonna get us sued for doing that. So just put a word out: Lysol is not to be used as a disinfect uh, to go internal use. Don't inject it. Don't gargle with it. Don't watch. You know, whatever Mm. you think. Isn't it sad that we even have to say that? I know. Because you know some people will. Oh, the way they follow him? Please. I know. They'll drink it. They'll drink the water. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Oh, the the internet. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say the internet is is lit up with all these comments about that. Yeah. And they got some um, uh, cartoons, too. And I saw one cartoon where a guy, he had a jug of bleach, and he was putting it in his eye. I'm like, come on, y'all, really? Those were the things not to do, I guess, where they were just making fun of it. But, you know, somebody stupid be stupid enough to do it. So you got to watch. You got to watch. Yeah, you got to watch what you put out there. Yeah, it was just like a a comedic type thing. It was um, a cartoon and um, they were doing it because they were talking about the Lysol thing, and so they were showing some other ones. I'm like, come on, y'all, doing too much. Oh, I saw, I saw all kind of memes. I saw one meme that showed a picture with a bottle of uh, Windex right next mm. to a martini glass that was full of Windex. See what I'm saying? I was like, oh man. And then mm-hmm. uh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden tweeted, "I can't believe I have to say this, but please do not drink bleach." Or Lysol or any other disinfectant. Mhm. Yep. Crazy, crazy. All right. Yeah, it's a lot out there. People are clowning him from one end of the country to the other. And you think he can? Uh. Uh-uh. Well, I know one thing. When he had his little conference today, his uh, Corona briefing, he made that thing uh-huh. real quick. And it was like 20 minutes instead of his usual rambling for two hours. 20 minutes. And he took no questions, no questions from reporters. He said what he wanted to say. None of the doctors were there. Not the doctor, what's her name with the scarf? Uh, The other Mm -hmm. doctor, uh, my man, Dr. Fauci, he wasn't there. 
Um, what? Your boy Pence. Pence was there. Pence talked. He talked for a little while. And after 20 minutes, they shut it down. They were like, all right, that's it. And he got out of there because he knew those reporters were going to grill him over hot charcoals about this whole comment with the ultraviolet light and the, and the disinfectant and all of that stuff he said yesterday. Because, you know, he oh, came back today and said, oh, well, he came back today and said, oh, I wasn't serious when I said that. I was just being sarcastic. <laughs> See, that's. Oh that that's God. his cover story. He was just being yeah. sarcastic. He said he just said that to some reporters who were there at that at that press whatever he calls it, corona briefing. He said he just said mm-hmm. that to see what would happen and what they would do. Oh my God. I think he just likes putting the information out there and just see what people do, like you said. And he did it and that's what we did. They ran they ran with it. No, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I think he said it because he heard somebody say something to that effect. He took it and ran with it, trying to sound intelligent, and ended up sounding like a total idiot. And then when he realized how (laughs) idiotic and moronic he sounded, he tried to walk Mm -hmm. it back by saying, oh, no, 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 I was just being sarcastic. Mm -hmm. But he did not have a smile. He did not, you know, his usual when he's trying to be funny, We've seen what he looks like when he's trying to be funny, and he was not looking like that. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, ain't nobody buying that? Come on now. Mm -hmm. Crazy. All right. Let me get this last story in. Yeah, we're talking about the 45 miles. We finished talking about them. But these are other states. Uh, Georgia and Oklahoma are going ahead with plans to allow some non-essential businesses to open today under relaxed COVID-related regulation restrictions. Um, All non-essential businesses in all 50 states have been closed for weeks as a measure to stem the COVID-19 thing. So most states have begun to plan strategies to reopen, and some will start in the next few days, which is, hey, Georgia has started today. Um, Governor, Governor, Bryant Kemp announced a week ago that non-essential businesses could begin to reopen today, despite criticism from some local mayors and presidential Donald Trump. What? They will include fitness centers, barbershops, hair salons, tattoo parlors, and bowling alleys. That's where everybody congregates. Those those are no-nos. Unlike other businesses, these entitled have been unable to manage inventory, deal with payroll, and take care of their administrative um, items. So Kemp said more Georgia businesses will be allowed to reopen on Monday, subject to quote-unquote specific social distancing and sanitation mandates. Okay. And they um, also include theaters, private social clubs, and restaurant dine-in services. Oh, boy. And the Atlanta uh, mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, she disagrees with the governor's decision. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Also, Oklahoma, yeah. pers- personal care businesses such as hair salons and barbershops were open today by appointment only. And they must follow certain guidelines also. Um, Oklahoma uh-huh. churches are going to begin to reopen on May 1st. But, you know, they claim they're supposed to maintain a certain distance and, you know, stuff like that and appointment only. Um, 
other states such as uh, Texas retail store on uh, Friday, but this today will be able to start operating retail to go service in which businesses deliver items to customers, cars, homes, and other locations. Um, also in Alaska, they're getting on the bandwagon. Is also planning to reopen some non-essential businesses today, like restaurants and personal care services. And Florida and Montana, they're going to do the same thing. So. Florida. Yep. Task okay. force appointed government. Yeah, to determine the state's reopening strategy. They're going to talk about it, but I'm quite sure they're going to be open because the governor. This is the same governor that opened the beaches. Remember. On the um, exactly when the yeah when the kids were um, out on their um, spring break, they just don't learn. Like, no, and these are the most of the places that people congregate: churches, um, you know, barber shops and hair salons. I mean, you know, that's, that's a lot of people when those, but they claim you know the hair salons should be appointment only. Yeah, but how can you how can you socially distance when you're doing somebody's hair? Well, unless you have no more than two clients in there at a time, or unless you're going to do one client at a time. And it's like, say, for instance, your appointment, I guess, is at 10 o'clock, and she might not schedule the next person until 11, 11.30. That first person hopefully should be gone by then, but, you know, I'm quite sure there's, there's going to be some nasty customers. You know, I was here first. No, I was here first. So it's gonna happen. Trust and believe that. But I'm just saying, you can't you can't do somebody's hair staying six feet away from them. That's true. You I, know, I did see when you do somebody's, somebody's hair, hair today, you're like had a mask. Mm. That's um, just they did have a mask. Real risky to me. Yeah, I agree. But they, I guess they're trying to get this economy back booming as soon as possible, I guess. I guess that's the key thing. How can they try and get their own pockets back booming, to be honest with you? Oh, oh, for sure, especially the governor in Florida. Shoot, of course. Opening those beaches out there. Yeah. So. I understand that we need to get the economy going and, and people need to get back to work and all of that. But I just feel like it is very risky to get people back out there when you still have numbers going up in terms mm-hmm. of the numbers of people that are being infected, the numbers of people that, that are passing away, they still haven't figured out exactly how this is being passed. You know, it's like from week to week, they learn more and more about this virus. So I'm like, it's, right. well, I'll just say it like this. They can do what they want. I'm not thinking about going up in anybody's nail shop hair salon, movie theater, restaurant, none of it. Oh, no. So people mm-hmm. who feel that confident, you want to play Russian roulette, y'all go right ahead. Mm-hmm. You won't find it's red wine in, sitting up in any of those places. You're not going to go nowhere and, and, and drink a bottle of red wine, red wine? <laughs> I know how to get it and bring it home. I know that's right. I don't need to sit up around a bunch of people who I don't know. I don't know where they've been, what they've been doing. Uh, mm. No, thank you. I know that's right. All right. I guess we'll continue to monitor it and see what happens. I mean, I just feel as if it's just a thing for disaster. It's just, you know, just we'll see. Yeah. 
That's what it sounds like to me, a plan for disaster. I agree. Yeah. Well, we'll take a little CC break. All right. And then we'll come back on the other side with the hit it and quit it headlines on the Pajama Party Show. It's the Friday night adult talk show, The Pajama Party, on Blog Talk Radio, produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Visit us online at www.apajamaparty.com, click the banner, and you can join us online, or call us right now at 914-803-4306. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you, so pick up the phone and call us now, 914-803-4306, and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved up front just for you at the pajama party. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Now let's get back to the pajama party crew and more of the pajama party. That better not be my robe. All right, welcome back to the pajama party. One host, Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the hit and quit it headlines. All right, Papa, what you gonna hit first? All right, look here. This this uh, says that one million kegs are going stale. Uh-oh. Millions of gallons of beer stuck in stadiums, concert halls, restaurants, and bars are fastly going stale. Oh, stop the press. Things aren't rotating or radiating. The kegs of beer aren't being put in and out, like even soda for that matter. Anything that got something to do with pressure after a while, it subsides. That's called velocity loss. Mm. How about that? That's a nice big word for y'all today. That's when that, it goes flat, all the bubbles that's right. go away. You lose, you lose velocity. You lose the bubbles. Anyway, so things are going fast. Uh, everything is uh, leaving the beer industry with a, with a tricky problem, what to do with all that booze that nobody will ever drink. Mm. All right? So the coronavirus pandemic uh, forced U.S. bars to close ahead of uh, two of the country's biggest uh, drinking occasions. One was St. Patrick's Day, and one was March Madness. So everybody had ordered all this beer, and beer, when it comes to a restaurant, if it has no defect, is a non-returnable item to the distributors. And you can return it if it's, you know, nasty when you get it. But once you get that beer and you sign that line, and 30 days go by, or 15 days, you wait for the... You know, like they said, uh, St. Patrick's Day, you know, that's when I go out and give me some white women. And um, and March Madness, you know, it's another occasion where you uh, sell a lot of beer. So, um, like I said, they're trying to figure out now uh, what they're going to do to preserve this beer. Or they, they're kind of, like, not freezing it, but leaving it real cold in the meantime. But um, a lot of things are going undone. And I always said, too, that's one of the main reasons why um, – God rest his soul, uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated because he had the ability to boycott. And once you boycott, I mean, that, that, that shuts people down. As we're seeing right now, it's not a boycott going on, but it's almost the same aspect of it, where you just ain't, you're not selling. And mm-hmm. businesses can fall over. But all the stimulus money, on the other hand, too, is like, this is money that our children's children got to pay back, you know? I mean, it's almost like, you know, you send money, like, over to the to Desert Storm, to the war and all that. And this is like we're at war somewhere and money's going out overseas to fight the war. It seems like every time our president gets in, there's a bunch of money thrown in another direction that has nothing to do with regular people. 
it's just money pissed away somewhere, you know? Yeah. And then you give people $1,200 and tell them have a nice day. Well, I hope it don't last for no more than 15 days because most, for most people, $1,200 is like a 15-day move, you know? Mm-hmm. After that, I'm done. I need more dough, you know? Some people, 15, uh, $1,200 is a seven-day move, depending on what your lifestyle is, you know, where you are in your life financially. But anyway, getting back to here, uh, like I said, the, the beer industry is um, – not so much beer as you did, but they're the ones selling it. But they can just stop making it as far as distributors are concerned. But the ones who already brought it to bars, the stadiums, the concert halls, and things like that, they're mm-hmm. suffering. So they're trying to get together to negotiate what they're going to do, like to trade off with other people. or but they, they, Everybody just want, they want things to come back to uh, get it going. So well, what are they going to do with all that stuff? They haven't decided yet. It's just sitting on the table. Well, can they just throw it out? I mean, I know that'll be a financial loss. No, I, I, they probably want to taste it first, see if it's, you know, see what level of it is. I'm sure they can get some volunteers to do that. Hot <laughs> volunteers. Maybe they should give it to some of the uh, bonders. Shoot, they need a break. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, they got to figure yeah, something cool. out. That's a good yeah. idea. Some little mm-hmm. cake things, uh Outside the hospital, I've gone to places yeah, where they, they have little trailers. Yeah, mm. on duty, shit, what the hell? Or on duty, they can't do it when they're on duty. Don't do that. Yeah, they can't do that. They got a mask <laughs> and stuff on you. You're not gonna smell their breath. Come on, oh, they're not driving. What a mask ain't gonna keep you sober. <laughs> Who's gonna get drunk off know. beer? All you gonna do is be pissing. You gonna be pissing a lot. I've seen people get drunk mm. off of beer. Okay. Mm-mm. And they act a total fool. Anyway, I think you should do it while they're working. Get a nice refreshment, come outside, knock down a couple of brewskis. You know what I mean? Well, I, I heard that part of the issue with that is that that's the physical kegs themselves, that those kegs mm-hmm. are expensive, and those kegs are, mm-hmm. like, sitting up, locked up in restaurants and stuff, and the distributors can't do anything else because the kegs are sitting there with, with beer going stale. Oh, yeah, recycled. They're so right. they can't even get the, the keg back. So it's like everything is, like, hosed up. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you can't, the beer is going bad. The kegs are well, still sitting there. I mean, yeah, well, well, here's the Nobody's deal. making any money. But here's the deal, though. In most cases, these beer distributors, you know, Budweiser and Heiser-Busch, um, all, these places are multi-million dollars. I have no sympathy for their asses at all. Okay, please. <laughs> Anheuser-Busch, uh, Coors. Okay. okay. You know, filthy, dirty, stinky rich. In fact, the Coors family, they have a little um, reality show on one of them channels. Renee, they're yeah, off the I chain. The mother, the father, the mother <laughs> walks around like brawlers and shit. They, they're rich up in Colorado smoking what? weed, butt what naked. What show is this? It's about the, uh, uh, I forget the name of it. it, but it's the course. It's actually the course family. It's called uh, oh. something high, Colorado High, I think the name of the reality show is. And it's about the, the family. They are filthy rich, like the U-Haul company. Anything people do all the time is filthy rich. You know, U-Haul family, mm-hmm. they're off the chain rich, you know, because you do all the time. You drink all the time. You know, anything people do all the time, that company that distributes what you need to do what you do all the time. Well, I feel bad for the restaurant owners, the small ones. You know, not those big chains and stuff, but the small restaurant owners who have purchased stuff that's sitting there going bad that they will not recoup their money on. I'd eat that shit myself. (laughs) 
Oh, speaking of that, because that was another thing. They had food that was purchased, too, that has gone. I don't know if they gave. I would have given it to my employees before I shut the doors and locked them. I would have went to that oven and made me some shrimp. Yeah, but you can't eat all of that. I eat every drop of it. So it's my restaurant, every drop kiss my ass. Your fur looks gold. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. I mean, come on. All right, we're going to move on. Hit them and quit them. Papa said he's going to drink the beer, eat the food, tell everybody to kiss it. So, all I'm, right. the, I'm the boss. All right. Okay. All right, boss. Anyway. All right, Mr. Uh, right, Mr. Uh, right, Mr. Coors. Um, yes. Your girl is in the news, uh, Betty DeVos, education oh, secretary. God. Ain't doing jiggity jack. She, she is, still got that job? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Trump administration and her is barring most international students and all students who enter the U.S. illegally from receiving emergency college grants approved by Congress as part of the nearly $2 trillion coronavirus rescue package. So they're trying to say they, can't hate. they issued the restriction and new guidelines released on Tuesday telling colleges how to distribute more than $6 billion in grants meant to help students cover unexpected costs triggered by the pandemic. So it goes on to say early guidance from the Education Department suggests the universities would have wide flexibility in distributing the grants, but the new guidelines say that only students more than 400,000 students are estimated to have entered the U.S. illegally. So those 400,000 students can't get that money. How they getting grants anyway? I don't understand. But people, when America's got to pay back student loans, how the foreigners getting grants? What the fuck? Well, they're saying that the Americans getting grants. They they're now saying we're gonna make sure that no illegals get the grants. Right. These yeah, these doctors, uh, uh, babies that are in school, they can't get them. Wow. That's just crazy. I mean, they they've probably been here what. 10, 15 years. Yeah. And, but if they find out that they're doctor students, no, you can't get it. That's that's not right. That's not fair. I just feel like that's just some straight hateration. I mean, I, I get it I that people feel like Americans should get this and that first. But on the other hand, mm-hmm. if you have people who are here, who are working, who are paying taxes, who are part of the American so-called alleged dream they're trying to get an education, in most cases, to contribute back to the American economy. Why would you exclude them because they don't have a piece of paper, a green card or something? I just feel like, you know, y'all are doing too much. But see, she, I think he already went. she has she has power. Yeah, it's an abuse of power because he already mm-hmm. went and issued something, I think, last week saying that uh, – the borders were going to, he had shut down the borders completely. You know, they had mm-hmm. used to continue to make allowances for people who were seeking asylum. Well, he shut all of that down and blamed the the pandemic. I was like, now hold oh, up. Okay. You're going to say you're going to close the borders because of the pandemic as if people coming here from other countries are the ones bringing it. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. It's already here, and it's everywhere else. So don't try to act like people coming from across the border are bringing disease. See, that goes back to that stuff he used to say before. 
about how the Mexicans were, I ain't even going to repeat it, but I'm just yeah. saying that doesn't even make sense. That was just another excuse to be hating mm-hmm. on people that were not born here. Go ahead, Kevin. I was um, going to finish the um, article. It said the university leaders and immigration groups, um, they didn't like the change. But DeVos, she put it in place. She imposed it. Um, the Congress legislation, they didn't do it. She did. And um, it says the rescue package did not specify which students are eligible for grants, and many colleges um, had planned to distribute emergency grants to all the students, regardless of their citizenship. And now she puts in, this in the play. I mean, unless, you know, unless they don't get fined or something, I wouldn't give a rat's rabbit's ass what she say. I would just distribute like they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just it's wow. just crazy. So yeah, it is. we'll continue to follow that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. Well, so. speaking of crazy, the mayor of Las Vegas, is saying now, even despite the advice of public health officials to keep the businesses closed to try to keep the spread of the COVID-19, she wants to reopen as soon as possible. You know, they always call Vegas Sin City. She wants to reopen Sin City as soon as possible. And this is what she says. We are a hospitality state, and we depend on service to our customers. And she says she's not talking about gaming, but she's talking about people that are out of work, that they closed with no plan to reopen, and her plea from the very beginning was to just have a plan. So on Tuesday of this week, the governor of Nevada said that he did not have a firm date for when businesses could reopen, and it was going to be dependent on the state's progress with the virus testing and containment criteria, you know, things that make good sense. And so far, Nevada has had more than 4,000 positive test cases and 172 deaths. So, you know, the governor is trying to just be cautious, but the mayor of Vegas is like, bump that. We need to reopen. So she's pushing to want to go ahead and get things going. And she's talking about, you know, the jobs that were lost, people out of work. And she's saying that, you know, they didn't have a plan when they shut everything down and they didn't tell people how they could pay their rent and mortgage and buy groceries. And she's saying that people are calling the mayor's office. So I think that's the real issue. She's tired of people calling her saying, what are we going to do? What are we supposed mm-hmm. to do? I need a job. I need to make money. So she's uh, she's saying to people, it's up to us as individuals to make a good choice. And she says, you need to make your own decision. Do I want to stay home and quarantine, or do I want to go out? So according mm-hmm. to uh, or a survey, I'm not, I know there have been many, but according to this particular survey, 8 in 10 Americans say that they support measures uh, that include requiring people to stay in their homes and limit gatherings to 10 or fewer people, you know, like they have been doing. But she's wanting mm-hmm. to just keep pushing to say, look, we need to reopen. People need to get back to work. And we, and we all get that. But I just feel like, again, do you want to really rush it and end up with a second mm-hmm. wave of infection and more fatalities? And then you're going to be looking real stupid when you say, oh, I guess we should have just waited a little bit longer. 
She's never going to mm-hmm. say that. No, not yeah. publicly. But privately, she, but that's what she's saying. She, she might be being strong on, because think about Vegas is losing. I'm not saying they, they losing more than any other state, but they're losing quite a bit. You know, mobsters and all that out there, so who knows? She's being pressured, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how it's going to pan out. <laughs> out there in Vegas? Yeah, prostitution is legal, so hoes ain't making no money either. What are you going to do? Okay. Classy hoes. Right. Okay. I wonder how that works right, social distancing. That's right. Get it right. When, <laughs> when it's legal, it's classy. If anybody's yeah. in Vegas, give us a call. Tonight and let us know nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. Impress one and let us know uh, are the hoes out there making some money. What they doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be. Mm-hmm. You'd be shocked mm-hmm. at what I'm called, wouldn't you? Yeah, that would be. Hi. You're like, oh, I'm trying to stop. I am. You'd be like, first of all, I am not a hoe. Mm-hmm. We're like, I'm so sorry. Anyway, uh, I call her Miss Miss Miss. Uh, you know. Anyway, say I am a professional. Like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. got it. All righty. Um, where are we? Cocktail of the week. You ready, Kettle? Sure. All right. All right. Oh, All right. Well, let's go to the cocktail of the week, which is brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. All right, Kettle. What do we have yeah. uh, on the bar this week? Gingerbread and espresso martini cocktail. Mm, mm, mm. It is velvety smooth espresso and gingerbread cocktail. It's the perfect warmer for a chilly day. It has been kind of chilly lately. <laughs> um, <laughs> this weather, this weather's been kind of been going back and forth. Well, my people, kettle one vodka. 50 mils of the Kettle One vodka, espresso coffee, 25 mils, chilled, gingerbread syrup, 15 milligrams, and uh, coffee, three coffee beans. So we're going to put in a rim and chilled martini glass with cinnamon and sugar around the rim. Take all the liquid ingredients together with some ice and strain into the glass and add the coffee beans and serve it. That is your gingerbread and espresso martini cocktail. So it'll be on our website. So the coffee beans go in the glass? Yes. Yeah. Just like a garnish, I guess, like, you know, like a lemon or lime. Put the three coffee beans in. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're not crushed, they're just whole. <laughs> right, they're whole coffee beans. You got it. How are you laughing, Papa Didi? I'm trying to understand. It'll be crushed. You, you, you accidentally bite that monkey, it'll be crushed. <laughs> oh, you look, you're going to be running around all day, trust and believe. Some coffee beans, shoot. That's the pure stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you be fired up. After two or three drinks, yeah. you're going to think of some type of a. I don't know what that is. What's that stuff? Red Bull? Yeah. Like Red Bull. Sure. Red Bull has wings. wings. That's what they always say. Yeah, yep, that's what they say. You be flying. All right. They well, need to stop that. You will. <laughs> they need to stop that uh, motto. I'm serious. Because people are gonna start doing it. Think they can fly? Oh boy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, that was the cocktail of the week brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Uh, let's see. Next, we've got what's popping with Papa Didi. Are we taking a break? And then we're okay. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we will be back with Papa Didi and what's popping. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www. DCHomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the Pajama Party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling? Right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa DJ. I'm here with Kep. Hello. Bonsoir, darlings. We had to get some crowd control over here, but everything's good. Everything's good. I told them 10 or less. I don't know where all these people keep trying to get in the studio. I don't know. Anyway, it's time for uh, What's Poppin' with Papa Didi. What's Poppin' tonight, Papa Didi? I tell you, it just goes to show that people don't have no patience, you know, with this thing that we got going on here. Um, everybody has all the reasons for staying shut down because that's that's the national norm, you know. You try to break back into something too early and nobody else is participating. Now you're going to be contradicted because, like the stylistic said a long time ago, people make the world go around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trash man, everybody else needs to be working in order for you to do something. You can't open up and the police ain't working. What you going to do when a damn fight break out in the casino? Who are you going to call? Mm-hmm. If the damn police is, is, is in quarantine. You know? So everybody got to be participating in order for something to happen, you know? And right now, if something go on in a, uh, in a beauty salon where somebody gets some dye in the eye or some old shit, I would tell them too. If I was opening up one of the the barber shops and all everything would be basic. It wouldn't be nothing fancy. So if people can keep their beards on, I mean keep their um masks on, I wouldn't be cutting no men's beard or goatee or nothing like that. So don't take off that mask and we ain't fucking with that. Mm-hmm. That goatee and that beard is gonna be growing a little longer, my brother. Okay, I'm gonna cut your hair, but I'm not gonna cut your goatee or your beard. You know, and if they need to go in a little different I mean I know they wanna make money. And especially if you're a barber, beautician, sometimes that's your dough, you know, that's what you do. Right. And it's a professional within itself, but you got to hold the styles you put down to a minimum. You can't go get into all the crazy stuff, you know, because a lot of these little stores that the uh, agents are running that has all the hair weave and all that, who knows if they're even open, you know. And what if you run out of stuff and you can't get it and all that jazz? So a lot of stuff has to come into play. You really got to be ready for it. You got to make yourself self-sufficient, do basic work, and be able to get out of there because you got limited police, limited this, limited that. So the things you need to support the things you do 
won't be there. You can do stuff, but the stuff you need to support what you're doing once you're open may not be there. So somebody can get hurt, can't go to the hospital because the hospitals are shut down. You know, it's kind of consider all that. The important stuff. Consider the important stuff. Everybody's like, oh, I just want to open up. I just want one guy that has, he's a bodyguard, not a bodyguard, but he does uh, the, um, in the, in the, in the gyms, he's a, uh, what do you call those people that, that, that help you out with your the trainers and all that? No, oh, people personal hiring. trainer. Personal trainer, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's saying he can't do this and can't do that. Well, hell, ain't nobody, don't like want you touching on them and spotting them and this kind of, you know. And he, they would say, well, we, you know, we, we need to do this and do that. And it's a mess how the people are like so, you know, fly for something, you know, get, get what you need from the government. Or what have you, you know, but uh, they need to wait it out for a little bit to let it subside. It's like anything else, you know. Then the fact this is May, you know, you got April and May. Those are months where people ain't doing too much. No way, getting ready for the summer, you know. So chill out, you know. Put a plant in the ground or some shit. Plant some tomatoes, shit, some green peppers, you know, so whatever. Put some plants in. Go to Home Depot to to, to a farmer area and get you some plants or something. Get you some annuals and some. What do you call those other ones? The uh, other ones, the, you know, the P, the... Uh, Perennials? Perennials, oh. annuals, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, get you some uh, parsley, rosemary, put it in a small pot so when you're cooking, you just go out there and snip it with a pair of scissors and get you some mint plants to make you a drink and your mint's growing out there on the steps, you know? Mint, mint's a damn weed. You can grow mint anywhere. The, the most novice person with a blue thumb, not a damn green thumb, can grow fucking mint. Mint is like a weed. You know, we, mint just grows like, just, just do something different, you know? Do something that's uh, productive for yourself. And stop worrying about trying to jump back into society, because it's like going to the club. You, I could not go to the club for 10 years, and I go in there for 10 minutes like I ain't nothing changed, you know? You say, damn, I ain't been in the club in 10 years, but this shit ain't changed a bit. You know, you get that feeling in the club after being there for 15 minutes, after not being there for 10 years. Shit didn't change a bit. Anyway, that's all I got. Okay, then. Appreciate that. Right. That was a good one. Thinking about other things have to be in place. Mm-hmm. You know, cause mm-hmm. like if you're used to having security working at your place, if your security person isn't there, then a fight you're going to be out. working without security. In a fight break out, what are you going to do? Exactly. Call 911. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, do the coronavirus, the 911 switchboard. <laughs> it's home. It's home. I know that's right. Mm. All righty. All right, Kettle, what you want to do? Let's take a little CC. Let's regroup. Uh-uh. Got this All COVID right. going on, trying to regroup. <laughs> All right, we'll do that, and we're coming right back. With the weird news. Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live. So you can reach us at 914-803-4306. Or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so I need you to call back and back me up. I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing. So call me now. 914 803 4306. I'm right here on WBJP Blog Talk Radio. Waiting to hear from you. 
John Party, one your host, uh, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the weird, weird, weird news. And we got some weird ones for you tonight. I'm going to kick it off with this one story out of North Carolina. Uh, Indian Trail, North Carolina. A miniature donkey named Mumbo is getting some online love in North Carolina where a farm is getting in on the idea of having animals spice up tedious virtual meetings during the pandemic. Uh, the farm is called Peace and Peas. Uh, they will rent Mambo, the eight-year-old miniature donkey, and his friends to crash your company conference calls. <laughs> this was according to uh, the Charlotte Observer newspaper. Uh, The camera-crowding donkey is like a pesky little brother that doesn't let anybody relax too long, according to Mambo's owner. Companies can choose other farm animals that they want to invite as guests on their video calls. According to the Farm Animals Meeting Registration website, they include three horses named Heron, Zeus, and Eddie, along with some chickens and ducks. So if you want your boring... uh, Zoom meetings and stuff to be spiced up. You can rent these animals to show up and crash your meeting. People are saying, oh, I think it would just get some laughs, you know. Like Kettle says, lighten it up a little bit. And they will give you 10 minutes with the animals on your video call for $50. And you can choose a virtual meeting name for the farm animal. So you can set it up and say, okay, we got Ralph calling in from uh, North Carolina. Go ahead, Ralph. And then all of a sudden you see a donkey up there where it says Ralph. So they said uh, since they created their website last Saturday, they have gotten requests from teachers who want uh, the animals to crash their virtual classrooms, I guess, you know, to amuse the students that are now all doing online learning. So that's what's going on. Rent a donkey. All right, man. Or rent a horse. <laughs> or rent a chicken. Oh, that's crazy. Everything's going virtual. Boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can rent a duck. <laughs> All right, man. Over to you, Papa Dini. Huh? What you got for us? All right, this is um my cardboard cutouts. Posing as guests for a wedding. I missed the uh, COVID-19. This happened in uh, uh, how do you pronounce this word? Dogma, Dogmagaka? Oh, boy. Dog, Dowagak. <laughs> okay. Dowagak, Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Start with Dowagak. Horrible oh. cutout wedding guests were uh, made for this wedding due to the virus. Uh, uh, this couple from Michigan, they, uh, Amy and Dan, their wedding was disrupted amongst the breakout. So a packing company 
donated more than 100 cardboard cutouts to pose as stand-ins for the family and friends who couldn't attend the wedding this Saturday because of the stay-at-home order. So, Manchester Packing Company, that's in a town called Camola, made uh, cutouts to uh, resemble guests, tall, short, young, and old. Some had long hair, some had ponytails, short hair. All right. So Dan, who was the uh, the groom, he was just looking for a general person shape, but uh, the gentleman who was a pack company said I was able to do a little bit more to make a little bit more realistic. He found some pictures of the family and kind of imposed them on the cutouts. Oh, that was sweet. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. And uh, this guy was a police officer. They wouldn't get married with a police officer. So I guess they all work together. The back guy from the company trying to get a favor from the police force, I guess. But um, <laughs> he hooked them up. So they treat him with some of the food. They ordered a lot of food that, uh, from the catering advance that they gave uh, the packing guy a lot of food to take back to his people. And, uh, you know, it was like a nice little gesture. You know? Oh, okay. So he ain't really weird. Hmm. It was pretty nice. Oh, Right. I guess the packing people didn't have anything else to, to do with the cardboard, I guess. So I figured <laughs> mm-hmm. they'd do something with it, I guess. Yeah. They made people. Well, they probably do that anyway as far as different uh, basketball players and football players. You know, you know, people got the big cutout cardboards. Oh, yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, All right. That was Over money. to you, Kevin. All right. You guys don't get a kick out of this one. A truck hauling toilet paper catches fire on a Texas interstate. Oh, boy. A truck carrying a load of toilet paper from Alabama to San Antonio caught on fire after a wreck on Interstate 45. Uh, It was in Hutchins, Texas. A tractor trailer hauling toilet paper crashed and caught fire near Dallas early Wednesday, spilling the, the hot commodity all over an interstate. The fire shut down westbound lanes of Interstate 20 near Interstate 45 in Hutchins. Um, The driver of the truck is okay, but the toilet paper appeared to be large rolls typically used in stores, restaurants, and other businesses. Uh, Toilet paper has been in high demand because of the COVID virus pandemic. Producers ramped up production and shipping operations to resupply stores Wiped out by consumers buying toilet paper and paper towels in bulk. Well, wherever that was going, they're going to be short again. They probably won't get it for another two or three weeks after that. So. <laughs> weeks? Maybe months, the wow. way it's been going. I agree. Ooh. They said they're not making the toilet paper fast enough. They they probably, thought, people right? are probably driving by crying on the side of the road to see that. Oh, probably trying to put the fire out one. Yeah. Like jumping in and talking yeah. about, I'll save you. So what's the obsession yeah. with the toilet paper? I understand paper towels, but why are people buying You got to wipe your behind, Papa. You got to wipe your behind. What are yeah, you wipe with? I'm just saying, you know, and I got crap like nine times a day with all the toilet paper people be buying. I don't know. I People just are scared they're going to run out. So they're trying to stockpile yeah. it, I guess. That's what it is. Apparently, they had the right uh, idea. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
Wouldn't it be crazy if, if a movie was like that? The hot commodity is, is toilet paper and money is worth nothing. <laughs> yeah. That'd be something. Yeah. Yep. People sure. are bartering with rolls of toilet paper. There you go. Yep. You got Charmin. That's high quality. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All righty. Well, that wraps up the weird news. Uh, let's see. Let's take a quick break, and then we're coming back with, I'm just saying, with moi. Ha ha. Uh, we'll be right back on the other side of the break. Bonsoir, bonsoir. This is red wine, or as they say in Paris, je suis ben rouge. Join me every Friday right here on A Pajama Party, where I'll get on my rant, sit on my little bar stool, and give you my opinion on whatever has been bugging me or whatever's on my mind this week. You don't want to miss it. I know I won't. So be here with me every Friday, Red Wine, on the Pajama Party Show. Visit us on www.apajamaparty.com and check us out. We'll see you there. Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. My name is Papa D. Hello. Good wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay. It's time for I'm Just Saying. And tonight, I want to talk about Trump is blackmailing the Postal Service. I don't know if you all heard about this one, but I'm going to talk about it. So uh, today, the idiot-in-chief said he would not approve an emergency loan for the U.S. Postal Service if they don't do what he wants. And what he wants is for them to raise the prices for package delivery. And you know he's been on this rant for quite some time. He's been saying the Postal Service needs to raise their prices. You need to raise your prices. And he keeps going on and on about it. So today, or it was yesterday, I think, He went so far as to say to a group of reporters that the Postal Service is a joke. Now, why would you say stuff like that? But, you know, it's him. So the Treasury Department is planning to uh, get some kind of concessions from the Postal Service in exchange for a line of credit that was already approved by Congress to help them get through the coronavirus pandemic. But Trump wants them to raise their packaging prices by, get this, by four times what they currently charge. Now, I'm no mafia boss or anything like that, but I did watch The Godfather, and that sounds like either blackmail or extortion, one of the two. Now, he already signed a law to allow the Postal Service to borrow $10 billion from the Treasury Department. But now he's trying to force the Postal Service to give in to his demands before they can get money that was already approved for them. And he's got his boy Mnuchin from the Treasury Department in his back pocket doing his dirty work for him. So now Mnuchin's trying to put the screws on the Postal Service and tell them, you're not going to get your money until you raise these prices like my boy said. Raise your prices. Now, 45 told him, if you don't raise your prices, I'm not signing anything. So the the bill or the whatever, the paperwork for the loan has been approved by the Senate, been approved by the House. Now it's sitting on his desk, 
and he's going to try a power play and say, if you don't do what I want, you ain't going to get what you want. Now, that just doesn't sound like government. That sounds like some back alley mafia mess. You know, going to make you a deal. You make a deal, you do what I want, I'll give you something. That's not right. So, I just feel like if you're going to put it out there and tell them, okay, we're going to give you this loan to help you get out of the hole you're in, why would you then come back after the fact and start trying to put all of these conditions on there? You're trying to strong arm the Postal Service? Really? (laughs) Don't you have enough things to worry about, Trump? You got a major pandemic on your hands, and you're trying to put the screws on the Postal Service? I'm just saying, man, you're trying to blackmail the Postal Service. That ain't right. And what's at the real root of this, get this, is his obsession with Jeff Bezos. And he's the head of Amazon, owner of Amazon. You know, Big Bucks Bezos. Big Bucks Bezos got all the money, and Trump can't stand it. He's been jealous of Bezos probably from the time it was announced that Bezos was worth however many billions he's worth. See, Trump thinks that Amazon is getting such a good deal with shipping from the Postal Service, he's been trying to put a stop to it for a long time, no matter what it takes. And now he's finally got the leverage he's been looking for. He's like, oh, Postal Service, y'all need money? You need the federal government to help you out? Well, I'm going to sit on the money till you do what I say do. Now, he should know by now, you can't beat Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos has, as Papa Didi say, Jeff Bezos has more toys than Trump has. You already lost that, Trump. Stop trying to compete with Bezos. And if the Postal Service prices go up, who do you think is going to be paying all these uh, raised prices? All of us. We're the ones that's going to suffer. So while you're trying to play games, Mr. 45, we're going to be the ones when we order stuff from no matter where we order, Amazon and everywhere else, that's going to have to pay these ridiculously high prices for shipping. Because I'll be damned if I'm going to pay $15 to ship something that costs me $5. You'd have lost your mind. So I'm just saying, this is red wine, I'm just saying, Stop trying to blackmail and run the Postal Service. Why don't you try to run the country because you're doing a piss poor job of that. So before you try to run anything else, why don't you go run somewhere and sit down with your simple self. I'm done. (sighs) Y'all president. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Are you going to strong on the Postal Service? Really? Yeah, they don't bother nobody. And they're struggling trying to keep up with all these packages that people are ordering since we can't go out and shop. People are ordering and ordering stuff because either they need it, they want it, or they're bored. And the Postal Service is <laughs> popping like popcorn. They are popping. Yeah. And now you want to mess with them, dude? Yeah, why would you mess with them when you're about oh, to mail out a bunch of texts? So. See, that's what I'm saying. He does stupid stuff. Yeah. Anyway. All right, I'm done. I'm going to go get some uh, something cold. I got to calm it down. I see. Woo. Uh, <laughs> to the head. Don't take it to the heart.
Yeah, gotta calm it down. Don't forget that man in your heart. Give me a hit. Oh, that ain't even on the table. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a quick take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Papa Didi and Living for the City on the Pajama Party Show. Don't you move. Does your gray hair make you look much older than you really are? Do Boy Scouts try to help you cross the street? Don't waste your time with messy hair colors that won't last. Wigs will just make your hair sweat. What you need is a permanent solution. You need Gray Be Gone. Gray Be Gone burns your gray hairs right down to the root. No more coloring with Gray Be Gone. Simply apply Gray Be Gone with the heat-protected gloves to your entire scalp. When you feel the burning, the gray hairs are being fried right on your head. After the procedure, just stick your head in a bucket of ice water to cool the burning, and just like that, no more gray hairs. You might have bald spots and burns where the gray used to be, but that's a whole different problem. Gray Be Gone will solve your gray hair problem once and for all. Gray Be Gone. Get yours today and make that gray go away. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for Papa Didi and Living for the City. Really? Oh, sorry. I got carried away. It's time for Papa Didi and Living for the City. Is that better? All right, what you got for us tonight, Papa Didi? Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, man. I think I'm jumping back on that thing we're talking about as far as getting things open again. You know, I think that's the... the, the sh- now, I hope that the people that are trying to open up their beauty slides and things in, in, uh, in Georgia, I hope they got the customers lined up, you know what I mean? Instead of just sitting back and waiting for somebody to come in haphazardly like that. I mean, you know... You're not open up for for things to be to get random business. You should be going by appointments and and making you know making your money. But if you just open the door now and sitting down waiting for a dirt bomb to come off the street, then you deserve to get whatever you got coming, you know. But uh, if you make an appointment with people while you open and uh, be by appointments only, which be I think anybody that opens up now should be by appointments only. That way they can work on a person that's uh, separate people. From for their money one at a time, you know, instead of being so grandioso, and now you're sitting here waiting for customers, because everybody's not in agreement with this, and I think the people of Georgia need to realize that, you know, they're not, they ain't believing that at all, or you know, they're going down with it, because if you ain't been embracing people in a long time, then you ain't going to just do it overnight, and a beautiful line, they really need to be, I mean, this person washing the dandruff out of your head and everything else they're doing there, you know. Even in, now in the nail salon, you can pull it off because you and a person in front of you have a mask, you know. But in a beauty salon or a barber shop, somebody's going to be without a mask. It's just that simple, you know. The one person is going to be without a mask. So, because it's the move, maneuvering stuff, turn the chair, spin the chair around, and bzz, 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 you know. Anyway, I'm just saying, like you say, you know. But, uh, it's be anyway, fun. but uh, getting back to to this whole this whole situation that's going on, man, it's like <sighs> I just think America really should everybody should wake up. They're starting to wake up. 
but take it serious and, and stick with it. Learn to do something different. You know, learn to do something that's that's out of your norm. You know, don't you know the norm is gone. So, so do something out of the ordinary. You know, clean up some. You know what I mean? Now, at your home, you know, get your files in order. You know, get your life in order. Get that messy ass closet of yours in order. Fold them clothes in that damn drawer. You know. That damn panty drawer. Fold them damn panties up. So just throwing them up in there. You know what I'm saying? Why you got to pick on that drawer? <laughs> <laughs> that panty drawer is usually the messiest drawer on the planet. You know what I mean? Just straighten up. I mean, you know, the most beautiful thing in life you can do is take care of yourself. To sit down and pull out all your papers and files and get you some, some. Uh, I mean, because the the... the the different stores, they have all kinds of great organizers, you know, letter size and legal size and get you some uh, some folders, you know, what do you call those hanging folders with the little tabs, the little white tabs you can write in there and, and just make you about 20 tabs of all your bills and just kind of slide them in that little slot because now they got little portable things that you can put stuff in and you can lift up and carry it and take it with you after you line your bills up. Your bills you pay every day, you know, organize it and that way, when you got to call T-Mobile or somebody, you can just go right in the file and pull out the T-Mobile shit and read the last bill to them like you know what you're talking about. Instead of doing everything off the top of your head because you ain't doing it. And I also say that you don't want to be, you don't want to, this is my opinion, but people don't don't want to go paperless with everything. You know, don't feel like it's, you're saving anything by going paperless all the time. Sometimes you need a paper trail, you know, and let these companies do their work. You know, bank statements and things like that. Let them do their work. They got insert machines and all kind of stuff to send this stuff out. You know, on some things, you know, get the get the paper form. You know, that's so way you can make a paper trail of what you got to do with things. You know, certain certain bills you got to do it by paper. I mean, I have all my utility bills still come paper form. You know, I need I need to see it. Everything, the alarm bill, everything. I I just maybe I'm old school, but uh, I just need to look at it and see what's going on with it. Instead of, you know, you get on the, online, now you just got to, you know, you got to print it out anyway to look at it. So why not get it, uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just saying. Anyway, just do something. During this time you're in the crib with this thing, this thing going on, do something. Organize your stuff. Clean out your closet. Clean out your drawers, you know. Clean out your wardrobe. Go down in the basement. Clean out that dirty-ass basement. Vacuum out your car. Just take the vacuum from the house. Put an attachment on it. Go out there and vacuum your car. Do something worthwhile. Tomorrow's Saturday. Do something different. Take a whole pile of shit you got somewhere and make that shit neat. You know? I know everybody got a pile of shit somewhere, right? So just go. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do something for yourself. The most beautiful thing you can do in the world is something for yourself. We do people all the time. Go through, especially filing. Filing is beautiful. You know, it starts off weird. You're sitting there saying, oh, damn, I got this pile of crap and stuff here. Let me just put a rubber band around and throw it to the side. No, file it. Get you a, me, my motto is a stapler, paper clips, rubber bands, binder clips. That stuff will set your ass free and organize you. Let me run it by you again. Rubber bands, staple, paper clips, and binder clips file folders, and little portable little letter things that you put your files in. And just put your 15 or 20 of your current stuff 
all in there together. This way now you got a fresh start with all your current shit. Because stuff goes on and on and on and on. You know, we can have four different lecture bills from years going by. But once you file your current stuff, then you can work on that for a couple months. For now, to the end of the year, you know. And when you find stuff, start putting it in there. Oh, damn, here's my taxes from 2018. I was looking for that. Put in the file that you created. You know, do something for yourself. I'm, 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 I'm going to get off that soapbox. That's it for me. All right. Yeah, especially that panty drawer. Oh, Pull them panties up. You know what? <laughs> What's that? Okay, okay. Let let me just say this. Papa, you must have been ahead. off my house. I did my laundry, <laughs> cleaned up my closet, folded up my panties. Thank you very much. And I uh, filed yeah. my papers. Thank you. <laughs> you guys do anyway, something. That was a, yeah, that was a good one, Papa. <laughs> it's beautiful to do something for yourself for a change, isn't it? Yes, I haven't filed anything, so I'm going to work on it over the weekend. Look, have you filed your taxes yet? Uh, they gave me, no, not yet. They gave me extension. I'm going to take full advantage of it. <laughs> I, know I didn't mean to, but it kind of worked out that way. I'm just not the, yeah. I'm, I'm not the, went, I'm not the kind of guy that's... I'm not the guy, kind of guy that's waiting on the income tax check anymore. It's not my thing. I'm paying them jokers. There you go. You know? yeah. I'm in no rush either, but I do need to get on it. All right. Kelly, <laughs> no. you, know, you ready to take us out to uh, L.A., La La Land, or Hollywood, and see what's happening? Sure. Sure. I'm ready. Unless y'all want to take a CC break, it's up to y'all. I'm ready. Oh, no. We're ready. It's fired up. you in the queue. Let's go. You're in the queue, girl. Oh. I see what I'm saying. Okay, our <laughs> hometown girl, <clears throat> Regina Hall, uh, Anthony Anderson, Kelly Rowland, they hosted Saving Our Lives this past Wednesday. You guys missed it. Um, it was uh, scheduled on Wednesday. Alicia Keys, John Legend, Usher, um, Aiko, Tyrese. Uh, her, Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson, he sang three songs. He took us way back to Outstanding. I was like, I was jamming up in here. Um, it started out with um, Kirk Franklin, Fantasia, Kelly Price. I was like, okay. They did a, I forgot the name of the song, but they did a gospel song on a Kirk Franklin song, and they tore it up. They tore it up. That's all I Yeah, I, I saw that. They sang Smile. <laughs> Smile, that's what it was. Yes, yes, they tore it up. Um, also, Tiffany Haddish, um, Idris Alba, Sierra, Don Cheeto, Chance the Rapper, DJ Kelly. I mean, they had it going on. Everybody was there. So they were raising money uh, for the COVID-19. And um, before they got off the air, they raised about $15 million. Wow. So that was nice. Yep, fifteen. Uh, Regina, she said it was 10, but they had put something underneath and said by the time they get off the air, they, they would have raised $15 million. So that was on point. BET, um, they they um, sponsored that. So it was on all their stations. Bounce, BET, BET Her, BET Plus, BET International. Um, it was nice. It was really nice. Um, also, Salt and Pepper rapper sues Uber over an accident. Are you crazy? They're suing my people. Oh, wow. 
The accident she claims um, has caused her lingering pain and uh, negativity affected her potential earnings. Really? Um, Pepper, doesn't surprise me, claimed she was riding in a friend's car on LA's 101 freeway. Oh boy. When they got hit from behind by someone driving an Uber. And uh, she said it was a chain reaction. So. She's suing Uber. Yep. So we'll, we're gonna we're gonna follow that and see what happens with that. Yeah. Um. They also had a um uh, a gig in Vegas that didn't last long. So I don't know what happened with that. <laughs> it was oh, like a two or three month stint. Salt and Pepper had a gig in um Vegas, but it didn't oh, okay. last long. Yep. So probably because they keep messing with Cinderella. They they keep messing with her and her money. But anyway. All right. Um, A-Rod and the J-Lo reported looking to buy the New York Mets. I was like, okay, they got to come. They got to come up with uh, 2.6 billion dollars. That's what the Mets are valued at. But between the two of them, well, between the two of them, they need they need some more financial backing. Between the two of them, they only have like 700 million, but. They need two point six billion, so we'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen with that. So uh what do you think, Papa? Would you like them owning that? I mean, you think that'll be good for Yeah, the well team? I've all, I always said that Oprah and Tyler Perry and all of them, they should have brought a sports team a long time ago when franchises open up like especially football. If you can get an NFL somehow, you know, 'cause they just sold the uh the uh Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers under oh, yeah. ownership. That was the latest. That was the latest team that uh that was sold. You know, and and I just think with all the money some of these black folks got, because it takes about ten people to you know. Don't think that Jerry Jones owns the Dallas Cowboys by itself. He's the majority oh, owner. Oh sure. The he's, same he's, with the, yeah, like Mark Cuban. The front runner. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Mark Cuban the same way with the uh, with his team with the Dallas Mavericks. You know, he's the, he's the, mm-hmm. the, the major owner. You know. But uh, yeah. I just thought Tyler Perry and all them and Oprah and Michael Jordan and man, they, the deal they got. Oh please, they should have been here. Yeah, they could. I know um, uh, Miami. They have um, probably about what almost ten people invested in them because um, Serena and um, Venus they have some interest in the. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Miami all Dolphins the teams also. do. All the yeah. teams. Oh, really? Don't think that there's no one owner. You, the one owner has the face on it because he's the majority owner. But believe me, right. there's a lot of people that invest in it, you know, and they invest a lot of money. They get the and there's enough dividends to to pay people well with that if you have an investor. Oh, sure. interest. I'm quite sure it is. Not to mention you got yeah. access in there. You got your your seats. You, you know, you got seats that's just yours. You know, you got the box seats. You got right. the, you know, it's, the ownership. So the Carolina cool. Panthers got a new master. They got a new master, yeah. Oh, Lord. new coach, <laughs> new coach, new, and they got rid of Cam Newton. Oh, they did. Yeah, really? they got rid of him. What? what? Ain't, yeah. Any Negro that's not a good Negro, they got rid of him. Mm. Wow. So, mm. I guess I he, he ran away too many times. He was a field Negro. They he ran away right. too many times. Oh. They got rid of him. <laughs> they want house Negro. Will Smith. He started his new thing on Snapchat. He was with um, Falky. He was with our boy. Uh, he was talking to him on Snapchat. I guess he's trying to outdo his wife because, you know, she does the red table thing. So I guess he figured he going to do a Snapchat thing. 
So um, oh, okay. He's he's just he just launched that with Falky, and uh, he got twelve episodes. It's a twelve episode series, so um, should be interesting. Yeah, because I saw him talking mm-hmm. to um his his, his buddy. Um, what was the other guy's name? The brilliant rapper guy. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, yeah, he was talking to him. I think he came down with the virus, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, he did. So. I did see part of that interview. He was talking about how, yeah. you know, how rough it was, but he bounced back. Yeah, which is good. I think this quarantine, we quarantine ourselves. I think we we will stay safe and healthy. Um, yep. So that's my Hollywood wrap up for tonight. All right. Good information. All right, Papa Didi. Let's see. We're coming up on the kiss it list. Are we breaking and then we're going to talk about the kiss it list? Or no, we we talk about now. We got, we got time. Oh, okay. Well, tell us what is the kiss it list? Kiss it list is a list of people that uh, that uh, lost their mind over the last week or so. We put them on the list and got a theme song for them. Um, first, we could start off with uh, your girl that, that runs the, the Secretary of Education. What's her name? Oh, DeVos. What's her name? Debbie DeVos? What's her first name? DeVos. Betty. Betsy. Well, Betty. Betsy with the good hair? Betsy. Yep, Betsy. Betsy No, Betsy. (laughs) Betsy DeVos. Betsy. Mm. Yeah, for just being a hater. Mm. She's hating Mm -hmm. on people who are not uh, not, uh, documented citizens, but that are students. So she's going to cut them out of being able to apply for grant money. To help during this pandemic time. Okay. That's just being a hater. And of course, yep. forty-five Trump for telling people to. What he tell people put 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 Lysol in a, the syringe. He was talking about maybe what would happen if we could inject the disinfectant, or if there's any possibility of the ultraviolet light. If that would would do anything, can you get the light inside the body? He was talking a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And then he's going to back up later and say, oh, I was just being sarcastic. I didn't mean any of that. I wasn't serious. Liar, liar, pants and your drawers on fire. (laughs) Uh, Also, I've got Mayor, Mayor Carolyn Goodman, the mayor of Vegas, that she's being too antsy about wanting to get everything back up and running again. And I think she's putting people's lives at risk. Yeah. Why don't they just... I think that the people that own the hotels, why don't you let the employees stay in the hotel? Clean their own room and shit. And, you know what I mean? This way the hotel's mm-hmm. active and people staying in there. Let, let you, instead of sending your employees home and telling them don't come back, then... This way, if somebody do check in, they'll be there to clean the rooms and all, and you know, just have them give them a room in the meantime. I mean, I don't know. A, why, why don't people work in hotels, big hotels in Vegas? That the employee, why don't the employees have a room anyway for themselves? Like they, they got a zillion rooms there. Once you get the employees a room, because they're trying to make money off of every possible room. Oh, please, let me pray. Okay. Money greedy. Let me go. All right. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? We have anybody else this week? We had a short kiss at list this week. Yeah, we got this. Roger Cadell, Donald Trump. Um, even though yeah. Cadell did pretty good the draft, he's still on the kiss at list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'll put Congress on there, too, because I just think that 
that latest stimulus package they put together. That was just that was haphazard money. You know what I mean? That was that was big money that came out of nowhere. And it's almost like where is this money going? Somebody's pocketing this money somewhere. As much as Trump talks about people stealing it, he's like, "Where are all those masks go we order? Are they going through the back door? But what about these billions? If you got any kind of billions of anything, something's gonna fall through the cracks." You know how much money Oprah loses every year as a billionaire of money that just fell through the cracks, but if somebody's stealing petty cash or whatever, you know what I mean? When you're a millionaire, money mm-hmm. just falls through the damn cracks every year. Say, damn, what happened at two hundred thousand dollars? You know, it just it falls through the cracks. Same with that. Every time he <laughs> gets fifty billion dollars, don't you think that ten million and fell in somebody's pocket somewhere in Congress or the Senate? Or something, or somewhere. You can't hold on to money. Money's like weed. The more you got, the more room you need to store that shit. You know, this this And I need to put right. Trump on the kiss at list one more time for blackmail and the postal service. Yeah, he needs to leave the post office oh, alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, leave the postal service alone. Yeah. All right. We yeah. got a special award for everybody on this week's kiss at list. And kiss kiss it is. my my There you have it. Uh, back to the pajama party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Well, that was the kiss at least. Oh. I think if I thought about it some more, I could think of some more people, but we'll get them next week. It is always people, but... Anyway... Wow, what a week it's been. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. Well, it's time for the last word. We've done what we came to do. Yeah, wrapping up a little early tonight. Uh, we're going to start off, me? Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Papa Didi. Um, I just want to pay homage to my mother. Um, some bad news on her health is getting a little bad, getting worse. And uh shook me up for a minute when I first got the word on that. I was... Shaking up pretty bad. I had to shake it off and get a fresh start, but um, her health is diminishing quickly, and uh, the doctors aren't very positive. But you know, you're not gone till you're gone. I mean, she might outlive me. So, but to get that news today was very heartbreaking, and um, I'm just uh, just trying to get through it. You know. And I hope that I hope that it goes turns around. But uh, the news today wasn't that positive at all. There you go. Well, I just want to say we're sending positive vibrations and our love and prayers for Papa Didi's mom. 
and family and uh, to everybody who has been suffering through this whole pandemic situation. You know, we keep hearing about people um, who've lost people. A good friend of ours, a friend of the show, lost his sister. So we want to send a special uh, shout out to our brother Eric, lost his sister. And uh, we just want to tell people, look, do all you can to stay safe. If it means we got to stay locked down, then stay locked down. But, you know, think about the fact that you're not just protecting yourself. You're protecting the people that you love. So, you know, think about that. When people start getting trigger happy, talking about, I want to go to the movie. I want to go to a restaurant. Think about it. Over to you, Kel. All right. My last word is I just want to say in these uncertain times, because of this this virus, we must stay safe and keep informed of the daily changes in our communities. And, you know, here at the Pajama Party, we're going to keep you guys informed of what's going on. Check our website, um, go on apajamaparty.com, or you can check us here every Friday night, uh, 9 p.m. And I uh, want to give a shout-out to Callie, uh, North Kakalaki out there, um, the DMV. And um, if we got some new listeners, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be here every Friday night. And I'm Kettle, and I'm, I'm out. All right, well, that wraps it up. Okay, thank you. That wraps it up for us tonight. We're finishing a little early. Uh, We got to get this social distancing thing going, so we're going to wrap this up and social distance, and we'll do it again next Friday night. Uh, Thanks again to our home, I mean, what is it called? To our parent company. (laughs) I was going to say our home company. To our parent company. Fair Company, D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. Uh, We do appreciate them for paying the bills and keeping us on the air. We appreciate that so very much. And uh, as Cattle said, you can check out our website at apajamaparty.com. And uh, we appreciate you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, we'll do it again next Friday night, 9 o'clock Eastern. Tell a friend. Spread the word. And I just want to say one more thing. And, and, and in reference to my mother, I don't want to sound uh, selfish with things at all because I know that at Red Wine, both you and Kettle have, have lost your mothers, you know, and I don't want to sound selfish at all because I know that you guys have have gone through this, and, and God bless you guys for, for uh, understanding and... Uh, <laughs> I just want to put that out there and tell y'all that uh, I understand the pain that you guys have already been through. Well, we're with you, Papa Diddy. Yeah, hang on in there, Papa. Mm-hmm. All right. All, All right. right. Good let, let me go. I'm going to go finish up my panty draw. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I got to go get my files together. So. Files together, fold up the panty drawer. All the panties. That's right. That panty drawer is sloppy as hell. Oh, there. here we go. I know you hide your money and your dildos in it. But see, clean see. it up. What happens? Go too long. Every now and then, clean it up. This is what happens. Straighten out the money. Say good night, Papa Dee Dee. Say good night. Yeah, all right. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Say good night, Kat. Good night. Good right. night, everybody. We'll see you next Friday. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. 
I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.